So yesterday, Emma completed some uh, Christmas baking, and so a couple of the kids and I, we walked around the neighborhood giving out Christmas cookies, and we ended up coming back with more than we'd taken, which is really how you should do Christmas cookies. We would take them to people's houses, and they would give us more in return. And so we're going door to door, and uh, but at one of the houses, uh, one of my neighbors started cheer. I asked what Christmas plans were, and he started cheering. There's a just a couple family tragedies that are going on, and I knew some other things that had happened this year. And he said, you know, 2018 has been a really hard year, and I just hope it will pass away so we can get on to 2019. Maybe 2019 can be better. And I was reminded of the fact that back in January, one of my other neighbors had said almost the exact same thing. She said, I know it's only been three weeks, but I really just wish 2018 would go away and that we could start over because it's already started off just with so much trouble. And I don't want to be an Eeyore, but it it feels like at Christmas, a lot of us are carrying burdens. As a pastor, I kind of get a window into some of those burdens that people carry that end up finding out so many of us, while things look okay on the outside, we're actually dealing with children, whether they're children that live at home or adult children that are making a wreck of their lives. We have so many hopes for them, but we don't know what to do. We have so many of us are carrying health concerns that we just don't know that we can share with anybody. We have concerns at work where work has just been a disappointment. We've, we, we thought, well, my career is going to take off and these things are going to happen. And honestly, it's not. I try my hardest and my boss is still hard on me. And I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what to do. Maybe you're a kid and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about with burdens, but I know what it means to be afraid. I know fear. And so we come to Christmas, and a lot of us are carrying burdens. And today I want to show you in the Christmas story two verses that I think address those burdens specifically. We come to Christmas carrying our burdens, and this is, I think, the Christmas message to us. Bob read the full Christmas story earlier, but I want to focus in on one little detail. Luke chapter 20 says that the angel of the Lord came to the shepherds, and he gave the shepherds a message, but then it says that a whole army of angels show up with them. And I want, to, I want to focus on what they sing, but first, angel is a word that actually just means messenger. And so in the Bible, the primary function of an angel is to say, this is what God has told me, and I'm telling it to you. An angel is somebody that's reporting what God has said to them. The other most common detail in the life in, a, in an angel's ministry is that they end up reporting what they see in God's presence. And so in this story, we have uh, an army of angels sent from God, reporting both a message from God and what they've seen. So this is, this is what I want to focus on. Luke chapter 2, verse 14, is their song. And their song is, Glory in heaven to God, and peace on earth to men on whom His favor rests. It's a really simple song. It's not a long song. There's not a lot of words. And I want to show you in those In that song, in those two lines, is a call to rest easy at Christmas. Christmas is a call that we come with burdens and we have so many things that we may not even be sharing. And Christmas is an invitation. Rest. Rest easy. I want to show you the three three ways to rest easy from this. First, the verse says rest easy because this baby joins God's glory and your peace. This baby joins God's glory and your peace. You see the two lines, glory in heaven to God and peace to men on earth, or peace on earth to men. It's glory and peace, God's glory and our peace. Usually we think 
that God's glory and our peace are separate. Up until this point in the Bible, God's glory is something out there and something special, and our peace is something, and we feel like we have to choose between God's glory and our peace. But this song tells us that in this baby, from this point on, God's glory and our peace are joined forever. God's glory and our peace are joined forever, and they're never going to be separated. The thing that I love about this is we know from the Bible that God will pursue his own glory. And in the baby Jesus, we know that he's joined our peace to his glory. And so just as his glory is secure, just as we know he's going to pursue that, we also can know he's pursuing our peace this Christmas. And so you come with burdens, and you come with worries, and you come with fear, and you come with shame, and you come with guilt. And the Christmas song says that this baby joins God's glory in my peace so I can rest easy. The second way we rest easy in this story is it says rest easy because this baby joins the heavens and the earth. You see, the song is glory in heaven, peace on earth. The, the fancy terms for this are transcendence and imminence. Transcendence is this idea that God is over everything and he's far removed from us and he's he's so special and so holy and so out there and imminence is the the idea that god is here with us in this moment most every religion has to make a choice between the two god is either out there he's so holy and he's so special and he's so transcendent we can't know his name we can't know anything about him we don't know if he cares about us or other religions say no god is so close that he's actually just everything He's the chairs that are in front of us. He's the sweater that I'm wearing. God is, he, God is just, he's just in everything. That's every religion, making choices between them. But this song says that this baby is joining the glory of God in heaven, transcendent, with the peace of men on earth, imminent, here with us. God, the God that's up there, sovereign over everything, controlling everything, also draws near in nearness to us. So we can rest easy knowing We don't have a far-removed God who doesn't care about us. And we don't have a powerless God that's just making up the rocks and the trees. We actually have a sovereign God who has drawn near to us in this story. So we can rest easy. And then the third way we rest easy in this song is we can rest easy because this baby joins God and man. This baby joins God and man. It says, glory in heaven to God, peace on earth to men. The story of the Bible is this story that starts with God and man together. The story of the Bible is that God made the world and he made it good. And he, he made humans and he said they are very good. And the story right there at the beginning in Genesis chapter 2 is that God walked in the garden in the cool of the day with the people that he had made. This perfect connection between God and man. And that Adam and Eve and every human after them has said, no, God, we don't want you to be a king over us. We will not walk in your garden. We'll make our own gardens. We'll make our own kingdom. That is what the essence of sin in the Bible is. This separation from God that we have made and said, no, we're going to live in our own kingdoms. We'll do our own things. And so you see this story in the Bible of people separated from God, represented in things like the tabernacle and in the temple sacrifices, where there is a separation between God and man. But We get to this point and we find out that God is actually not leaving us that way. He's actually coming into the world in this baby to rejoin God with man. Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth to men on whom his favor rests. That's 
this word for wish and desire that it's not, well, the special people, may there be peace for them. It's that God has set his favor and his love on all of us. He's, he set his love on everybody on my block and everybody on your block and everybody in your school and everybody in your workplace. And God, in this, in this baby, God has set his favor. And you go, Joe, how can that be? How can it be that God can connect with God and man? How is it that God can make the highest heaven and the lowest earth one again? How is it that God, how is it that God can join these two so that I can rest easy? Beginning in this moment, in this baby, God is rejoining those two. And the, the story of the Bible is that God, that Jesus, this baby, will live the life we should live, die the death that we should die, and rise again. So that all who turn away from sin and trust in Christ can rest easy. Not because of anything they've done, not because of a list of rules that we follow. That the burdens that we carry, though they are still real, they are being carried by the God who is overall and who is with us. And so the story of Christmas is the story, rest easy. Come to the king and rest easy. It's good news, not a higher, a heavier burden. It's not just, oh, look at God who is out there. It's actually God who comes to be with us, carrying our burdens in our place. So if you have, if you hear that and you go, man, I've been attending this church for a while, or I've been attending this church for a short period of time, I'm a guest today. Come and grab me. Say, I want to know more about that because I don't want a heavier burden. I want the easy burden of Christmas that you're talking we're going to move now into a time of singing. We're going to be singing O Holy Night and Silent Night. And when we sing Silent Night, we're going to be lighting candles. If you've got kids, I trust parents to oversee that. But one of the things that I love is when lighting candles is not to be focusing on, hey, who's in front of me, but actually look at the people around, knowing that the light is growing with us. The light of the world has come. And so we can sing and turn and face one another and rejoice that this, we can rest easy because of this baby here at Christmas. Let's sing now.